Have you always wanted to have a program on the radio? If you can talk on the phone, you can have your very own program on Holy Ghost Radio 2. You can produce your program or we can help you produce it. For more information, tap on the ad panel on our app or contact us through our website, www.holyghostradio.com. The following program is brought to you by an independent producer. The opinions expressed on the program do not necessarily reflect those of the staff, management, or ownership of Holy Ghost Radio. Begin to be poured out upon all men. This is there. Spoken by the prophet Joel. This is there. Spoken by the prophet Joel. In the last days, I pour out my spirit, saith the everybody you're back for another tell it like it is radio program good to have you with us tonight pastor bob tell i am coming live uh broadcasting live from the studios of kdix dickinson north dakota tonight it is what is the date today is it june 12th today i think so june 12th and we um if you're listening on june 12th you are listening to a live broadcast and if you're uh june 12th 2022 if not, you are listening to a podcast. So these are these are uploaded, and anywhere that you want to listen to uh, podcasts, you should be able to just type in Pastor Bob Simons, and you should be able to get it. I've got people texting me, quite a few, just a big flood of texts coming in right now. And what you can do, 701-290-7862, just a whole bunch of them. At first it was just Brother Johnson down in Arizona, and then all of a sudden a whole bunch of them came in uh sister brett's is listening in Kildare. got to have lunch with her today that was nice and we've got let's see we've got Lori, a faithful listener in south heart good to have her and um and then let's see we've got uh sydney listening tonight boy i haven't heard from sydney for for a long time 
Uh, Sydney, are you still down in Wishik or Ashley? Are you still down that way? We've got uh, Ben Yoder listening in with Stephen and the Yoder family. So good to have them. And I uh, the uh, pray for the Yoder family. So glad to hear from them listening. We've got Tim in North Carolina listening. He's a faithful listener. And um, so you can text me, as I said, 701-290-7862. We've got Becky listening from east of Dickinson tonight. And so good to have her with us. Haven't heard from her for a little while. Uh, So uh, excited about the broadcast tonight. I came in here with just a lot of different ideas, and uh, I'm prepared for a lot of different things. I just want to, and I'm going to kind of wade into it. I brought my guitar. I might do some singing tonight and play my guitar. I pastor the New Life Pentecostal Church in Dickinson, North Dakota, 501 Elks Drive. And so we'd love to meet you. Uh, The main reason we're on the radio is to reach out, let you know we're here. Uh, This is an AM station that broadcasts uh, around 40 or 50 miles around the Dickinson area. Some people tell me they hear it way farther than that. That's neat. Of course, we're picked up on the Internet by KDIX.net and also Holy Ghost Radio Channel 2. And I know many of you are listening on one of those venues tonight. But if you live in this southwest North Dakota area, we really want to encourage you to come and meet us, be with us, uh, be part of our church family, a great church. I had a visitor today in church just tell me, he said he's been to a lot of different churches in town, but he said the unity that he felt in our service uh, he has never felt before. He said just the way that uh, the people had each other's backs. And, and I don't know, it just really encouraged me. He told me this and really bragging about our church. And here he was not a member of our church or any Pentecostal church that I know of, just a visitor. And he was uh, really, really encouraged me. And we had a good service today. We And we do have a great church. Great people have a love for God. Uh, you know, certainly there are humans there. You know, we are not free from problems or issues. But I will tell you, um, I'm proud, if that's the right word, pleased, I guess, would be a better word, of the people that I'm the pastor of in our church. We um, just, I mean, giving people, uh, helpful people, uh, family, it's like a big family is what it is. And I could spend the whole show talking about that. We've got Yvonne and Marin listening in Bowman tonight. I heard you guys might be sick down that way. But I heard you're good to have you listen. Your pastor came to my house, he and his family, for his birthday today. And that was really a nice thing that they came over today and, and uh, just got a good chance to visit with them. We've got a new listener from Arkansas just texted the, the Bastin family in Sherwood, Arkansas. Good to have them listening tonight. You can text us 701-290-7862 and you can be part of the program. I did bring, I did... Bring my guitar in the studio. I uh, just feel like maybe doing a little singing. I do have a good topic, but um, just uh, I, I love scriptural songs. I like singing the Psalms. I like singing songs that have to do with scripture because maybe the music isn't perfect. Maybe my voice isn't trained, but I know the words are right. So Psalm 61, verses 1 through 3. I, I, I love this verse, these verses put to this, this music. Hear my cry, O God, attend unto my prayer. From the ends of the earth I will cry unto Thee. And when my heart is overwhelmed, lead me to the rock that is higher than I, so much higher than I. For Thou hast been a shelter for me And a strong tower from the enemy And when my heart is overwhelmed Lead me to the rock that is higher than I So much higher than I Hear my cry, O God, attend unto my prayer. 
From the ends of the earth I will cry unto thee And when my heart is overwhelmed Lead me to the rock that is higher than I So much higher than I And when my heart is overwhelmed Lead me to the rock that is higher than I So much higher than I Beautiful psalm, Psalm 61.3 Just feel like singing some psalms, is that alright? Here, how about this one? Let's see if you like this one Maybe you've heard this psalm before Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. He makes me lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside the still water. He restoreth my soul. And guides my path in righteousness for his name's sake. Surely goodness and loving kindness shall follow me all the days of my life. And I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever and ever and ever. Though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will not fear thou art with me. Thy rod and thy staff, they comfort me. Thou preparest a table before me in the presence of my enemies. Surely goodness and loving kindness shall follow me all the days of my life. And I will dwell in the house of the Lord Forever and ever and ever. You know, I want to turn your attention tonight to the scripture. And I'm uh, going to start here. I've got a lot here. Uh, some of it's what I spoke about in our service today, and there's more to it. Proverbs twenty-three, twenty-three: Buy the truth, sell it not. Also, wisdom, instruction, and understanding. The most important thing in this life is to know God and to know how to be saved. To be saved, be known by God, those, that's the most important thing. There's nothing else more important than that. The psalmist David in Psalm 119.72 said, The law of thy mouth is better unto me than thousands of gold and silver. Psalm 119.127 Therefore I love thy commandments above gold, yea, above fine gold. The, the greatest thing there is is the knowledge of God, the knowledge of his word, and this, uh, if you know this and have obeyed this, you have the greatest treasure in your life that there is. That that there is. You know, I was visiting with a missionary and his wife that were passing through Dickinson on Saturday, and she was born in the Ukraine in 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 the nation of Ukraine. In fact, her her uncles, her dad, her grandfather are ministers in Ukraine. They are there now. They pastor Pentecostal churches there. They came into this beautiful Acts 2.38 message many, many years ago before they knew anything about any other worldwide organization that preached and taught this. Like, like for instance, the United Pentecostal Church or the Worldwide Pentecostal Fellowship or the Assemblies of the Lord Jesus Christ. Um, they didn't know anything about those type of organizations, and they they came into this 
uh, I, I asked her, how did your family get into this? And she told me about her great-grandfather. His name was Vasily uh, Tomyev. From, he was Bulgarian, but they lived in Ukraine. <clears throat> and she said how he lived in this village, and he was, the, he was a drunk, and he was an abusive man to his family, his wife, his children. And one day a visitor came to, through town. This was during the Stalin years. And this visitor was lodging at a house for just a night. And the villagers came around to meet this visitor, and he was a preacher. And he, they held a church service in that house, and he preached the word of God. And Vasily gave his life to God that night in the Acts 2.38 way. He was able to get a hold of a Bible, which was very difficult in those days in the Soviet Union. And he became a pastor and pastored there, and had a group of people, he and his wife Irina, and and they pastored there, and one day the Orthodox Church told uh, Vasily, they said, uh, you've got to quit doing this, uh, we don't want you to do this anymore, and he said, I can't quit doing it, and the Orthodox Church got the KGB involved, they drug Vasily out of his house and beat him so bad that he died. And uh, there's so much more to this story, uh, I read some things that brother this missionaries sent me they about the story just this morning again and more than what they had told me just so many things that I don't want to take time but here was a man that saw the value of the truth his son was hiding bibles um in his beehives he was a beekeeper they tore his house apart looking for the bibles they couldn't find them they were in his beehives if he would have been caught with one bible during those days, he would have spent 15 years in prison. But he didn't want to give up the Bible because he had never had his own Bible before. You see, let me read it again, Proverbs 23, 23. Buy the truth, sell it not. Also wisdom, instruction, and understanding. This is the greatest thing. This is the most wonderful thing. If you know this, uh, there isn't anything else that you need to know Really, there isn't. You know, this, this, um, and I pastor people, many people in our church here in Dickinson that feel this way about this truth. Uh, this, they're serious about it. Uh, they, this is a big deal to them. Uh, they know what group they're, they belong to. They know what message they believe. This is not a watered down Christian message from the reformers who, just never did get it right, uh, never did get it back right. But this goes all the way back to the book of Acts where Peter said when they when he was asked on the birthday of the church in Acts chapter 2, they asked Peter and the rest of the apostles, uh, when they had heard the story of Jesus and the cross, they said, men and brethren, what must we do? In Acts chapter 2 and verse 38, Peter said unto them, repent, and be baptized, every one of you, in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of sins, and you shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. There's a precious lady listening to me right now who's 87 years old and hasn't been able to come to church for a while. She was out of state. She lives in an area. She doesn't drive. She lives 35 miles north of Dickinson, 33 miles or whatever it is to Kildare. And my wife told me she was crying because she wanted to come to church. And I thought, this lady knows the truth. And she knows how blessed she is to know this truth. You know, there there is, um, th- this is what the radio show is on tonight. You know, th- this, is, this is so important that we understand that just like this man, I opened the program up, this Iranian, or excuse me, Ukrainian man, Vasily Tomyev, was beaten to death for this truth, but now his grandson, his son, his uh, his grandsons, his son, are preaching this gospel in Ukraine and impacting their world. This is the treasure that was hid in the field in Matthew thirteen forty four. Jesus said, again, the kingdom of heaven is like unto a treasure hid in a field, the which when a man hath found it, he hideth, and for the joy thereof goeth, and selleth, 
all that he hath and buyeth that field. If this is this is the what Paul was talking about in Philippians chapter three and verse eight, he said, Yea, doubtless I count all things but loss for the excellency of the knowledge of Christ Jesus my Lord, for whom I have suffered the loss of all things, and do count them but dung or manure, that I might win Christ. Paul was saying there isn't anything more important than this. There isn't anything more important than obeying, knowing the truth, obeying the truth, and being with the people of God. That's the most important thing. That's why during the pandemic, when many churches were closing down, I, I told people, you know, if you're old or if you're sick, don't come to church. And some of them listened to me. But some of them told me, Pastor, we're coming to church anyway. doesn't matter what you say. Because they know what this group is. They threw their lot in with the people of God, with the people of the Jesus name, the, the Acts 238 people. You know, this this uh, this program tonight, it just I, I'm just going to, maybe it sounds to you like I'm all over the place, but I'm not going to really be all over the place. But, but uh, I, I want you to know that I appreciate the truth. I appreciate the fact that that God led me to this and he uh, and he has kept me and has helped me to promote this great treasure to other people let me sing this little song this is a song I had written many years ago somebody said it's the only Christian song out there with the word garbage in it maybe that's true we'll see how it goes you pulled me from the garbage you taught me how to live And you filled me with your spirit And you washed away my sin You There is none like you, none beside you, you You alone are holy, alone are worthy, you. You're the one who made me, the one who saved me, you. And I love you, my God. You. And you have given me a family. And you. Have touched my heart and soul And I really truly can't see Why you ever loved me so You There is none like you, none beside you, you You alone are holy, alone are worthy, you. You're the one who made me, the one who saved me, you. And I love you, my God. Oh, I love you, my God. Yes, I love you, my God. You. I feel that way tonight. I love Jesus. As the songwriter said many years ago, I love Jesus best of all. Pastor Bob, the Tell It Like It Is radio show. Uh, Good to have you all listening. Barbie is listening to me tonight, and she said, Mom, I hear my grandpa. That's what she said. They're listening in their car. Well, hello, Barbie. I'm glad that you're listening. Um, And we, um, somebody said, I sing nice. Well, thank you. That's nice. The um, appreciate that. You know, uh, I don't necessarily have record companies breaking down my door at this point, but I do enjoy singing, and I sing, try to sing for the Lord. And I think that if you sing and you are anointed, I think it will touch people. I believe that. We're talking about tonight about the value of this gospel message, seeing the value in it. Uh, you know, seeing the value like this is not meaningless to me. This is not common to me. 
This is not um, something that I take for granted. Um, there was a story told many years about a, ago about a lady that went into a jewelry store looking to buy a golden cross. And the jeweler said, do you want a plain one or do you want one with a little man on it? And when I heard that story, I thought, you know what? He's no little man to me. In Hebrews chapter 10 and verse 29, it says, how, Of how much sorer punishment suppose ye shall he be thought worthy who hath trodden underfoot the Son of God and hath counted the blood of the covenant wherewith he was sanctified an unholy thing and hath done despite unto the Spirit of grace. In other words, the, this blood of Jesus is not something I laugh about. It's not something I joke about. It's not something that I take for granted. But Jesus died on the cross for my sins, for your sins. He shed his blood, and that's precious. That's special. You know, and we, many times people go through life not even recognizing this and not even recognizing that when, if you're listening to this radio show tonight for the very first time that you're hearing things like this, I want you to know this is the day, the Scripture says, the day of your visitation. This is God. This is not just luck that you happen to be driving in your car and turned on your radio and you're hearing this preacher from the New Life Pentecostal Church in Dickinson, North Dakota. But this is a divine appointment. Jesus talked about to Jerusalem in Luke 19. He was weeping over Jerusalem, and he began to prophesy and said, in a few years, your city is going to be besieged and taken over, and they're going to tear the entire city down. And he said, and you guys don't even know who I am. You don't even know what I'm telling you. You don't even know what I'm warning you. He said, you knewest not, Luke 19.44, the time of thy visitation. You, you you didn't realize what a big deal it was. <clears throat> you didn't realize what a big deal that your one of your relatives got involved with this apostolic movement. Maybe some of my relatives are listening tonight. I hope so. You know, um, you know. Here again, this uh, call me crazy, call me close minded, whatever. But I believe that there's one truth. There's one baptism. There's one faith. There's one God and Savior. There's only one way. Jesus said he was the way, the truth, and the life. No man cometh to the Father but by him. And if that's true, in this Acts 2.38 message of repentance and water baptism, immersion, being dunked under the water in the name of Jesus for the remission of sins and the infilling of the Holy Spirit, if this is the plan of salvation as the Scripture teaches it is, then I don't want to, I'm not going to be humble about this. Uh, you know, good to be humble about who you are, but never be humble about the truth. You can be humble about, you know, who you are, your human frailty, your your IQ, your everything. You can be humble about everything else. But I'm not humble about the Acts 2.38 message of salvation. This is the gospel message. Paul said if, if an angel from heaven or even I come back and preach any other message unto you in Galatians chapter 1 or Galatians chapter 2, he said if any, uh, he said even an angel from heaven, let him be accursed. Don't listen to it. You see, Two plus two is equal to four, and I'm not humble. I'm not humble. I might try to be humble, but that is not, it's true, and I don't need to be humble about it. And and I said all that to say this, right now in Dickinson, North Dakota, this may be the most important radio broadcast or any type of broadcast going on right now, not because of Pastor Bob, not because of my wit, humor, wisdom, singing abilities or scriptural memorization, um, you know, oratory skills, nothing. It's the message. It's, it's the message. As the preacher said years ago, I might not be the best 
preacher of the gospel, but I've got the best gospel to preach. You see, and I'm not going to be humble about that. If you haven't been baptized in Jesus' name, if you were sprinkled as a baby, that's not baptism. That's not scriptural. That's not the way they did it in the Bible. You can read your Bible, and you can also read church history and find that out. Anywhere. Anywhere. If You know, they, they received the baptism of the Holy Spirit in a phenomenal, powerful experience in the book of Acts. That is still happening today all over the world, and you can have that. You see, this truth is so important. This could be the day of your visitation. It, it could be. You know, the, the um, I started the, maybe you didn't hear it, but I started the radio broadcast telling a story of, in the late 30s, maybe early 40s, about a man named Vasily Tomyev that wandered to a house in his village and a man was preaching the Acts 2.38 message there. He believed it and became a preacher, was beaten to death for his, his preaching. But now there is a legacy in Ukraine and other places living on because of this man's truth. His wife, Irina, raised all of her children during the great famine that Stalin had imposed on his people to try to wipe them out. And she raised her children Irina raised her children, and miracle after miracle after miracle happened. You know, this <coughs> This is, I mean, I hope you understand what I'm saying. I am not saying that Pastor Bob is special. But what I am saying is that the truth that I'm telling you is taken directly out of the Scripture. It's the truth that the apostles preached and promoted in the early church, the church that Jesus set up, never meant to be changed, never meant to be modified. It's it's the least common denominator of salvation. 1 John chapter 3 and verse 1, it says, Behold, what manner of love the Father hath bestowed upon us, that we should be called the sons of God. Therefore the world knoweth us not, because it knew him not. You see, there are people that could care less about what I'm talking about today in Dickinson. Could be people mocking this program right now, making fun, smoking pot and laughing. But you see, it's because they don't know him. To me, this love of the Father that he's bestowed upon me that I could become, that I should be called the Son, one of the sons of God. That's amazing to me. Like, I know who I am, and I know the people I hang out with, and I know how precious it is. My wife and I didn't grow up knowing this truth. We were 20 years old. We were married. We had a a little baby boy the first time we visited a Pentecostal church. I had told my wife um, I had just uh, had a, a spiritual encounter in my car. I was smoking pot all by myself uh, down by a river in Valley City, that little Cheyenne River that runs through Valley City. And I had an encounter, a spiritual encounter, not enough information really, but I, I, um, I heard a voice in my car telling me to throw my pot and my paraphernalia, all my drug paraphernalia in this little river. Another voice immediately said, don't do that, that's dumb. The other voice said, throw it away. The other voice said, don't don't throw it away, give it to your friends. The other voice said, throw it away. The other voice said, we'll, we'll sell it, don't throw it away. And and right then I had a, a spiritual awakening of, of sorts, and I thought, that must be God talking to me to throw away my pot. And that must be the devil telling me not to. I got out of my car, threw all my pot, my paraphernalia in the river, I told my wife, I'd like, that was October 25th, 1978. I told my wife, I said, I'd like to visit a different church. 
We were going to be in Bismarck that weekend. I said, let's visit that little church on the corner of 16th and Rosser in Bismarck. We came home for the weekend. We were, I was going to college in Valley City. I was on wrestling scholarships there. Uh, we came home for the weekend. One of my good friends, his name was Bob, he, he called me. He said, my wife, my wife and I are, are visiting a new church this Sunday. My sister-in-law from Denver is in town, and she's been all over Bismarck, and she found this church and said, we have to go to it. And, she, and Pam and I are going, would you go with us? And I said, which church is it? He said, it's that Pentecostal church on the corner of 16th and Rosser. I said, Bob, that's kind of funny because we were planning on going to that church anyway maybe this Sunday. A period of time went by, and my wife's friend Debbie called. Debbie told Lori, she said, I'm getting baptized this Sunday at my dad's church, and I'd like you and Bob to come. And my wife said, well, which church is it? She said, it's that little Pentecostal church on the corner of 16th and Rosser. We showed up, and I won't go into the whole story. I didn't give my life to God then. I didn't get baptized right then. Didn't even repent right then. I didn't even get the Holy Ghost right then. But God touched me in that service. And I promise you, I was hooked. And it was shortly after that, I was in another Pentecostal church service in Valley City, North Dakota. The preacher read a scripture, Acts twenty-two sixteen, and now why tarriest thou arise, be baptized, washing away thy sins, calling on the name of the Lord. And when he read that scripture, the same little voice that had spoken to me in my car about throwing my pot out the into that river, that same little voice said, you need to get baptized. I raised my hand. And he said, yes, young man. And I said, could you baptize me like that tonight? They took me to the river. They didn't have a baptistry. It was November 2nd, 1978. And he baptized me in the name of Jesus. My wife was baptized shortly after that. I don't take that lightly. I don't, I don't take that lightly. I, I believe that God was working work in my life. This knowledge of Christ Jesus is God's grace. God's grace is not just so you can keep sinning and he's just going to kind of ignore it. God's grace is the knowledge of Christ Jesus. Text me tonight, 701-290-786.
Trying to get me to turn back But I'm not gonna live my life Not gonna live my life Just worrying and complaining about my life Overcome with sorrow and smile And you know what I was saying all the while I was singing of a man Singing of amazing grace But I'm not gonna live my life I'm gonna live my life Just worrying, complaining about my life Overcome with a song and a smile And you know what I've been singing all the while Singing of amazing grace Singing of amazing grace. See the rich like me. I was singing of amazing. I was singing of amazing. Singing of amazing grace. Singing of amazing grace. Oh yes, I will. I was singing of amazing grace. Oh yeah, I was singing of amazing. Singing of amazing. That was Eric Appleton with his dad singing background for him, playing some harmonica. Glad you guys are listening tonight. We've got the Lunas listening down in Wapaton. Good to have them. Brother Pastor Greg Bowles listening up in Grand Forks. He texted me some scriptures where Jesus um, in John 4.32 was reaching out to the lady at the well, and that was more valuable than even his own food. Jesus said to his disciples, I have meat to eat that you know not of. My meat is to do the will of him that sent me and to finish his work. That's that's how precious this is supposed to be to us. That's how precious it is. The um, Hey, Zach and Leah are listening tonight. Haven't heard from you guys for a while. Good to have you with us. We're talking about the concept of Buy the truth, sell it not. The importance that, first of all, it is the most important thing, and then we need to place importance on it. Because where your treasure is, Jesus said, that's where your heart's going to be also. This is the greatest thing, this truth. And the story I started out with about these Ukrainians that didn't even know there were other people in the world that preached this Acts 2.38 message, the oneness of God, you know, Jesus' name, baptism. They didn't even know it. And they found out there was a whole bunch of people out in the rest of the world that believed this. That, that made me think of a time in our old church building. I was preaching, and there was a, a young man that came to church. I had never seen him before. He was traveling through town. In fact, he came in late, and I didn't even get a chance to greet him before the service. But I was preaching about the oneness of God, how Jesus is God manifest in the flesh. There is not three separate and distinct persons in God, but there's only one God, and God is a spirit. The Father is a spirit, and the Father and the Holy Spirit are exactly the same. The Holy Spirit is the Father, and the Father is the Holy Spirit. And the Bible says that that God, the Father, was in Christ reconciling the world unto himself. And that's what I was teaching that Wednesday night. And there was this young man in the back of the church that would jump up and wave at me, and his face would get animated, and, and, uh, and then he would get embarrassed and sit back down because he felt like he was out of line. And finally, at the end of the service... He came up to me and said, the reason I got so excited is I'm from Russia. He said, I'm over here, but he said, I'm from Russia. My father believed what you were preaching tonight, and I didn't know there were other people that believed that. God's truth is not something that is hidden 
It's not something that you have to hear just from Pastor Bob. You can pick up your Bible and read it. It's right there. And what do you think about it? It's the most valuable thing I have. I'm not concerned about passing my physical assets onto my children and grandchildren. Now, I think it's a good idea to have a will. I'm not against that. I have some physical assets. But I'm going to tell you the most valuable thing I own is not my business, Simon's Homes, or it's not my motorcycle, or it's not my car. It's not my home. The most valuable thing that I have is this truth. You know, Jesus, in Matthew 22, he he told a story about this great wedding feast. The Bible's in Matthew 22 and verse 1. In verse 2, Jesus was telling this story. He said, The kingdom of heaven is likened to a certain king, which made a marriage for his son, and he sent forth his servants to call them that were bidden to the wedding, and they would not come. Again, everybody listen to this. He said again. This is the second time. He tried it twice. <clears throat> he sent forth other servants, saying, Tell them which were bidden, Behold, I've prepared my dinner, my oxen, my fatlings are killed, all the things are ready, come unto the marriage. But they made light of it and went their ways, one to his farm, another to his merchandise. And the remnant took his servants and entreated them spitefully and slew them. But when the king heard thereof, he was angry. And he sent forth his armies and destroyed those murderers and burned up their cities. Then saith he to his servants, The wedding is ready, but they which were bidden were not worthy. The reason they weren't worthy is because they wouldn't come. Verse 9, he said, Go ye therefore into the highways, and as many as you shall find bid to the marriage. So those servants went out into the highways and gathered together all as many as they found, both bad and good, and the wedding was furnished with guests. You see, there are people that do not see the value of the invitation that Jesus is giving us. They don't see the value of it. Like maybe you were raised in a Pentecostal church and you just don't see the value of it. Like maybe you think of it as just another religion. You know, maybe that's what it is. But it's not just another religion. It's something that makes a lady like Sister Brett's cry if she can't come to church. See, I remember the day that God sent his servants to tell me. You know, I didn't make light of the call. In this parable that Jesus talked about, it said for various reasons they decided they wouldn't go. But the main thing is they didn't see the value of this marriage feast. They didn't see the value of it. They didn't. They, maybe they felt like they were too busy. The calling of God to the marriage feast is the grace of God. That's what this radio show is known for, that type of statement. The king paid the price for everybody to come. It won't cost you to come. Just come. But my job is to convince people of the value, the treasure, the importance of this gospel. It seems odd to me that we're trying to force people to come to God when they should be overrunning the place if they truly understood. That's why I'm on the radio. That's why I preach. Because once you understand this opportunity of of Jesus calling you, one of the meanings of the word church, if you look it up in Greek, simply means the called out ones. The called out ones. The word holy means similar to that. We are the called out ones. If you could understand tonight, I, I'm, I'm targeting you that are driving around in Dickinson, listening to me. Maybe this is your first time hearing this broadcast. This is a live broadcast. And you were just running to get groceries. And on your way home, the radio accidentally stayed on, and now you're listening. This is not just another religion trying to get you to join their church. This is the church 
that Jesus told Peter that the gates of hell, he, he told Peter a, a statement that Peter made, he said, <coughs> he said he called that statement a rock, that he was the Christ, the Son of the living God, and he said to Peter, upon this rock I will build my church, and the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. In fact, that, that scripture is in the church parking lot at our church. You know, the reason that you're not in God's church right now is you do not see the value, you do not see the treasure. If you're a backslider listening to me, the you can have all your excuses, you can tell about the hypocrites, you can tell about how you're hooked on sin and you can't get off, but the reason is you don't see the value. This Jesus said this truth is like a pearl of great price. A treasure, as I read earlier, hidden in a field. When you see it, you you will there's nothing that you will not give to have it. Nothing. You know, this this um this radio show tonight could make the difference of where you spend forever. Does that sound arrogant to you? I hope you understand. I'm not saying it's because I'm some type of special thing. But what I'm telling you tonight is a special thing. You see, this is not an accident that you're listening. This is a rendezvous. I I believe in this. Just like, you know, just like the the story I started out with with the Ukrainian Vasily Tomyev. It was a rendezvous between him and God. He heard the truth. He was converted. He was baptized in the name of Jesus. He was filled with the Holy Ghost. He lived for a short time. His life was completely changed. They beat him to death, but he influenced and impacted many, many people in Ukraine. You see, because this was the most important thing. What's your most important thing? This is the Tell It Like It Is show. Uh, Pastor Bob is the pastor of the New Life Pentecostal Church in Dickinson, North Dakota, 501 Elks Drive. Our next service is Wednesday night at 7.30. We also have Sunday mornings. 10 o'clock is Sunday school. 11 o'clock is our worship service. We'd love to have you come and visit us. If you live west of Dickinson in, in the beach area, we have at the Beach Community Service we, Center, we have service at 7.30, possibly in our new building this Tuesday, but I don't know that because I still don't have the bathrooms hooked up. So I'm not sure on that. But very, very soon, we will be having Sunday services in Beach, too, at 10 o'clock Sunday school, 11 o'clock worship. So that's going to be, uh, I think the first Sunday service will be July, the first Sunday of July. In Bowman, North Dakota, we have a couple Bowmanites listening. We have church there on 18 North Main. That's Wednesday nights at 7.30, Sunday mornings at 10.30. And so we'd love to have you visit those churches. We have churches in Beulah, Bismarck, Mandan, Williston, Newtown, Minot, um, all over this western North Dakota area and southwestern North Dakota area. And we'd love to have you come and visit visit our churches. You know, um, yeah, maybe I will. Brother Luna's asking me to sing a song. This is another song. I had written, I, I've got a bunch of songs that I want to sing here tonight, and I don't know, uh, I'm not sure which, um, but this is one I've written, and it kind of does go along with what I'm talking about, because um, I based this, the title of this song, it's simply called Called Out, and I had this picture of God standing on the edge of the world with his hands cupped and calling, whosoever will, come on. And then when I, you know, realized that the New Testament word church 
has to do with the called out ones. Like Zach, you were called out. You were in Dickinson, just going to high school here. One of your friends got a hold of this Acts 238 message, and God began to call you out. And, of course, he called me out. That is the most valuable. That is when time stopped for me. That is the greatest thing that ever happened to me and the greatest thing that ever happened to my family is the day that I understood this truth. Let's try it. I got a call one evening many years ago from someone who I didn't know real well. He asked if I was ready to come out from among them. He told me he would save my soul from hell. And I was called out, called out to be holy, called out, called out of this world, called out, a new life lay before me, I was called out to Him. Well, my life was full of sin. When Jesus called me in He had a plan to wash those sins away Baptized in Jesus' name In the apostolic way His blood washed away each sin And I was called out Called out to be holy Called out Called out of this world Called out A new life lay before me I was called out To Him But it didn't seem to me I could live in victory He had a plan So I could do that too I spoke in other tongues When the Holy Ghost came in The gift He gave to me He'll give to you And I was called out Called out to be holy Called out Called out of this world Called out A new life lay before me I was called out him and as soon a day a coming we'll hear the sounding of a trumpet the dead in Christ shall rise from their graves and we who are alive and remain shall be caught up to be with him his bride has made herself ready to go and she'll be called out Called out to be with him Called out Called out of this world Called out Eternal life before us We'll be called out To him And God's calling us out today He's calling us out But the call is the grace of God. But what are you going to do with it? Are you going to be like Pastor Bob when I heard it back in 1978? It became the most precious thing to me, and it still is. That's why I'm still here, still doing the same thing, because it means so much to me. Time to quit procrastinating. It's time to buy in. It's time to step forward. It's time to take a step across the line. If you gave me half a reason, I would tell you what is true. 
But no matter how you listened, there's nothing I could do to make you see with more than just your mind. Till the day you stepped across the line, no explanation can tell you what I've seen. There's no way to paint a picture that can show you what I mean when I say I left the man I was behind. Found another world across the line. You gotta take a step across the line. Let Jesus fill your heart and mind. Well, I can show you where to look, but you gotta seek to find. You gotta take a step across the line. An invitation is the best that I could do. To change your future till forever, but the rest is up to you. You can take his hand or keep on going blind. He waits for you right across the line. And Lord Jesus, tonight as we close this broadcast out. God, I pray that I have done what you've wanted me to do by promoting the importance, the value of the excellency of the knowledge of Christ Jesus. This Acts 2.38 message and the privilege that we have by hearing it and obeying it and how your love is shed abroad because you've told us how to be saved pray give those that are listening courage tonight to believe courage tonight to move forward courage to shake the very foundation of who they are we just pray tonight in jesus name god bless you folks thank you for listening i'm passionate about this subject and i hope that it made sense to you next sunday night tune in for another tell it like it is radio show
Have you always wanted to have a program on the radio? If you can talk on the phone, you can have your very own program on Holy Ghost Radio 2. You can produce your program or we can help you produce it. For more information, tap on the ad panel on our app or contact us through our website, www.holyghostradio.com. The preceding program was brought to you by an independent producer. The opinions expressed on the program do not necessarily reflect those of the staff, management, or ownership of Holy Ghost Radio.